You're listening to Flow Working, the Entrepreneur's Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Anderson. More people than ever are starting the entrepreneur journey and learning a lot in the process. On this show, I sit down with regular people who are running all types of businesses to discuss the ideas, opportunities, and strategies they're using to build, grow, and thrive as an entrepreneur. In this episode, I sat down for a conversation with promotional product expert, Swire Ho. We talked about the importance of identifying a target audience, building customer retention programs, and how to turn your existing customers into many influencers for your business. Hello, and welcome to this episode. I'm your host, Megan Anderson, and today I'm joined by Swire Ho. Born and raised in Hong Kong, Swire immigrated to Los Angeles in 1996. He's a proud Chinese American who speaks Cantonese, Mandarin, and English. He trained as a sound engineer working at recording studios and entertainment agencies before starting his own firm, Hellman Production Inc., in 2003 in Los Angeles. Swire and his team successfully produce, uh, produced attractive, personalized DVD and CD cases and custom merchandise like t-shirts, earning a SCORE award in 2009 for small business success. His business eventually grew so popular he decided to sell Hellman Production in 2013 to focus exclusively on promotional product industry. Swire is proud SFG1 certified kettleball instructor from hashtag strong first. He finds calmness through yoga, organic gardening, and enjoys being in nature. Hello, Swire. Welcome to the show, and thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for the warm introduction, Megan. Yes. So you're in nature, just like me. I, I'm in Colorado, and this time of year, it's gardening season for us. So love to get out in the garden. Yeah, yeah. same same here. You know, it's, it's always sunny in California. Yeah. So everything is blooming right now. Yes, I know. I, I lived in Cali for a few years, and so you have a longer season. We're still kind of cold at night, so we can only plant a few things. But it, it starts off in May here, so that's... That's always fun to have those outdoor things. Um, so as we get started here, we're going to talk a bit about marketing, but sort of in a little bit of a different way, because I know you come at it from the real hard promotional product side. So let's start off. Every entrepreneur has this issue, and we all kind of need to figure out who the target audience is and how do we really engage with them. So tell us a little bit about your experience and your thoughts on that. Yeah, thank you. I think people think of our industry, they always use the word swag. It's actually stand for stuff we all get. People are really focused a lot of time on when they spend on digital marketing. They know what keyword to use, who they're going to target, you know, and when they invite people for a company dinner, they know exactly who to invite. But when they order a promotional product, I ask them the same question. Who are your target audience? They will tell me everybody. I want everyone to have a pen. Everyone should have a mug. Everyone should be wearing a t-shirt. They kind of throw out all the work that they've done for the focus that they have. So I wanted to, you know, happy to discuss with you a little bit about what we can do and how we can stay focused in, uh, yeah. in your marketing plan. Yeah. And it is, like I said, that promotional side is a little bit different, that, you know, hard collateral that really is helpful. So how does focusing a target audience, I mean... It's not inexpensive to buy that stuff, first off, but when you get it and not having that whole shotgun approach, how does a target audience really help you decide how to spend that money 
that you're spending on that marketing piece because it's not quite as traditional, like you said, digital marketing is the traditional marketing nowadays, <laughs> even though promotional products have been around a lot longer. Um, how is having that target audience really helpful when you get into that type of marketing? That's a good question and I'll answer it in two parts. So first of all, people would think, you know, I have Google, you know, AdWords, I have Facebook marketing, why do I need promotional product? And then I will actually speak on, you know, a small budget. Let's say you only have $300, you know, that probably bare minimum, right? You want to buy ads, but what if you do a campaign, you buy a promotional product with your name on it for $300, combined with, with your call to action on your digital marketing campaign. We have to think of our psychologies, our emotion. I know I like to win all the time. Sometimes I will give up my email address, my phone number, just to win something that I know I could get for $10 out there. Mm -hmm. What if you use that $300 for your call to action? Maybe grow your followers, grow your call to action, and grow maybe just people going to your restaurant, if you're a mm -hmm. retail business, to try the offers that you have. You know, so these are creative way to use it. And there's no right or wrong. There's no big and small budget. Uh, as I just mentioned, $300, you can do that. Mm -hmm. And let's say you have $3,000, right? Then going back to the first example, you could buy 6,000 or 10,000 pen. But what if you use $3,000 and you create a custom branded kit for your top 10 client? Mm -hmm. So you better know who your top 10 clients are. Yep. What do they like? What do they respond to? If you're yeah. using $300 per VIP of yours and you create a kit, this will be something really nice. And the idea and then the purpose for using promotional product is you want to create more conversation because a lot of time when a transaction ends or when a deal ends, it ends. Yeah. You want it to create ongoing conversation and promotional product and branded merchandise can help you to bring more conversation, ultimately could lead to more referrals and people talk about you on social media. Yeah, it is interesting how it's funny. I'm going to pull it up here. But one time someone I was one of their top favorite clients and they sent me this little phone stand and it's got my name on it. And I thought when I open it, I'm like, I'm never going to use it. Guess what? I use it every single day when I report core cord podcasts now. But it was because I was in their, you know, top 10 clients and they were sending something small, put my name on it. And I went, I'm going to keep that. And I remember who gave it to me because I use it all the time. And so that is a different way of that top of mind instead of all the, you know, here have 10,000 emails. Oh, we work together here have a promotional product. I think that's brilliant as, a, as an engagement piece. Um, and, you know, talking about not just engaging your top clients, but let's talk a little bit about retention. So especially for coaches and consultants, which a lot of the audience is, instead of going out and getting new clients, a lot of times we want to keep clients on. How do promotional products or how do you help your clients use promotional products to keep clients coming back for more? Great question. That's another way that creating conversation helps. At the end, I want to ask the listener and be honest to yourself, how many of you do you check in after you finish the conversation or finish your, your course, for example, uh, to get feedback from your paying client? A lot of us don't. You mm -hmm. know, we just, you know, sold the course, you know, we're happy, we finished the course, and that's it. So what if you call them for feedback. So first of all, you got to make sure that they're happy with what you have done. Mm -hmm. And then 
be, you can actually get their referral for you know, any family members, colleagues, or people that you know who must in, in my program. Mm -hmm. They actually give you the referral. You send them the promotional product that are taught to them. So now you're getting more referrals. You're getting them talk about you. And then if they finish your course and they're wearing your T-shirt or they're using your item, their friends is going to ask, I noticed the change in you. Uh, who's that T-shirt that you're wearing? Now they will be your mini ambassador to actually talk about your business without you paying them. Your cost may be just whatever the promotional product costs you. Yeah, no, I and I love that idea where it's like getting people to talk about you because I think a lot of us have raving fans that we don't recognize they're raving fans. But just taking that extra step, like a T-shirt or a coffee mug or um, you know, without getting into all of the things that can be promotional products, what are a couple of things that are really, really popular for, you know, the, the pen, I don't think so much <laughs> people like here, have a pen. I think of real estate agents for that, but for like coaches and consultants, what are some items they could use or that you often see people using in these retention type engagements? Sure. What? you would do and i have worked with clients in those industry before for example if you're selling a bigger course right you, it costs a certain investment to it you might have a gated offer first you know maybe try my course over the weekend and then if you like it you sign up for the intent cost maybe spend like twenty thousand dollars so you might want to consider something that to connect with people who are interested after your gated offer and mm -hmm. then at the same time, I would strongly suggest you probably have clients that are more happy and more vocal about what you have done mm -hmm. for them. These are the people that you need to create a brand of product and you need to know who they are. So then you are sending them gifts that you know that they will share on social media. Maybe create a certain hashtag for your course. Mm -hmm. So move the hashtag along with the promotional product. A lot of times digital marketing agencies who think that promotional product didn't work before. And my goal is not to debate who's better, but to combine it. So you, mm -hmm. there is something that you can use it digitally, but then at some point people like tangible items. Like Megan, yeah. you, you said, I didn't ask you to show that product, but that, that company still have you using it. And yep. whenever that you see that and people ask you, who gave you that you know, cell phone stand? Then you will talk about what they've done for you, what yep. your experience are, and then you actually help them promoting the brand. All the costs is, you know, the cost for the cell phone stand for you. Yeah, no, and that's that's a it's just a different way because we do, we get, especially those of us who have, like you said, those small budgets. You think, oh gosh, I'm gonna go out and, and $300, let's face it, $300 in Facebook or Google doesn't get you very far. And a lot of times it gets gobbled up way faster than you actually get any return on it where you could go out and get those promotional products, like you said, go out and do organic social media and have a, you know, giveaway. Who doesn't love getting free stuff? <laughs> it's how, it's how the, uh, the influencers of the world make money, getting free stuff, right? <laughs> so Yeah, it's just uh, keeping on the trend, keeping creative. Every industries are different. So, mm -hmm. you know, even we like, if you sign, sign up the course earlier, we give you a certain amount of uh, discount. Why don't you also include something that 
you know, if you sign up for the VIP experience, you get something better. So mm -hmm. we're using another psychology standpoint. People want to be better. People want to be VIP. Let them have the VIP experience. And there are people who are just to show off that they're different. You know, yeah. let them. Yeah, let them and use that, you know, to help promote what you're doing. And like you said, someone's going to go look at this free shirt I got. This is amazing. You know, isn't this great? And then it gets in a whole different community that you may not be talking to, they're talking about you. Um, and it's interesting because I kind of did, I was like, promotional products, okay, what are we going to be talking about? But now I get what you're talking about, that meld between di the digital world and the physical, you know, interaction of your clients. Um, so, you know, really that what I hear you saying is a lot of these clients turn into kind of that mini advocate or that mini, uh, you know, influencer for your little business where they're just getting out there, getting your things. What's a way that you've seen people, you know, more than just like this introductory stuff, but what's a great way to use these as like birthday gifts or thank you gifts or what are some other ways that you've seen people, you know, take the hard product and then get it into the hands of their clients, um, you know, even after the sale or, you know, months down the road? For some of a client who value what do for them, what they normally would do is they actually map out the entire customer's journey mm -hmm. for the time that they go to trade show or events that capture them all the way until way after the sale has finished. What I'm going to do for them? What are the matrix? How are we tracking the KPI? How do mm -hmm. we and when do we ask for the referral? So we could find different area to fit into that project. Mm -hmm. Don't do promotional product or any market campaign on a pulse. You know, you have to actually plan for it. Yeah. What kind of results do you want? You know, what kind of budget do you have? And and then you find out which gives you the most bang for your buck. Maybe yeah. it's a Google ad campaign. Maybe it's some promotional product. Maybe you combine them together. But you have to be target and you, you have to know exactly who you're targeting. There's a big word out there. You don't need to target everyone. The biggest brand out there, do not target everyone. If you only have 10 people that you want to go for, you know, you have 10. But yeah. then the, if the advantage that you have is you, you better know exactly who they are. What do they like? Yeah. Where do they hang out? Uh, who, who, what kind of connection do you have? And then this will give you a lot of powerful information. Sometimes I know more about the client than they do themselves. And yep. a lot of time when their graphic department moves on, I'm actually the person who has all their logos. So you actually know more about their business than they do. So that mm -hmm. you become a very important part. You you, you go past the being a vendor. You actually become a consultant, become mm -hmm. an advisor that they reach out for you. So for coaches out there, if you become such a person for your client, the first phone call, when they, whenever they have a problem, will be a call to you. Yeah. No, and I, th I think that's a great way to put that in there is that the more you work to foster that relationship and, you know, and little freebies here and there, I mean, it's not necessarily free to you, but then you think about, oh, six months down the road, they have a same problem, a different problem or a problem I help. They're coming right back to me and spending, you know, five grand. So the, the $3 and whatever swag I sent kept that relationship going. And now 
it's really a, a I'm, they're coming back. That's and that's just a great way they hear because a lot of times companies, you know, you like you, you go back like we keep saying the proverbial pen. I'm going to buy six thousand pens and plaster the world with pens. <laughs> great! Now the world has more pens. <laughs> But that's not necessarily getting your, you know, I can't think of the last time I picked up a promotional pen and went, oh, I need to call the person that gave me this pen versus someone who gave you something much more personal. Yeah, not to bash on pen, but then again, going back to the experience, for example, do you notice that every time the president signed a bill into effect with his name order or with a ambassador from a foreign country, he always used the pen he signed and he give it to that person. Mm -hmm. So what if you're the person who received that pen from the president or whatever important meetings yeah. that you have? I bet that you will keep that pen for a long time and you will be telling that story whenever they use that pen. Not saying that we're bashing on pen right no. now, but then you have to think about the experience. Maybe it's your favorite artist doing a book signing or mm -hmm. t-shirt signing, whatever mm -hmm. it is. That pen, you're going to frame it. So yeah. you're not, you're not going to let anyone touch your pen, but yes. you know, you're going to look at it every day. Yeah. So to create, and it's more about creating that experience for your client or potential client even. Hey, come come into that VIP. Let me pull back the curtain and give you something special that, you know, is is more in that target. And you're so right. We I have I have marketers on the show that all talk about, you know, you've got to know your target audience. Um, and I loved how you talked about goals. So let's talk a little bit about that. What are some goals that you see people set? So, hey, I'm going to buy, you know, 500 t-shirts or whatever. What are some type of goals that people have or that you've heard people have for how they're going to use this and what they kind of want to get from it? A lot of times, smart marketers, they want to know their return on investment. You know, there are ways that we can track that. You know, there are ways or landing pages that you can actually create, uh, go along with promotional product. You know, for, for some of us who have purchased more things than we wanted to just because they're a, a tow back that mm -hmm. if you sign on today you get this tow back but you're paying 200 dollars more for whatever service that you do so these are something that you as a marketer will know more about your audience what are something that they will use can or can benefit mm -hmm. to goes along with your course or for example if you are doing a VIP section on your session that is in person, maybe even a nice notebook, a, mm -hmm. a um, something that goes along with your course mm -hmm. can be the gated offer. And don't think about promotional product as something that you give away. A lot of people actually do it as a branded merchandise. Yeah. Think about all the overpriced t-shirts that you mm -hmm. go when you go to a concert. You sell <laughs> it for $50, I probably sell it to them less than 10. Yep. So you can actually, if you have the brand recognition, mm -hmm you can actually sell for way more than you purchase from us. That, yeah, and that's just really great. You know, that markup, like you said, turn your website or your landing page into the, hey, buy the thing and get the free, or look, we have all this merch, you know, show off your colors or whatever and 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 get selling merchandise. Because a lot of service-based businesses don't necessarily think of that, that there's ways to promote their brand that aren't just you know, people talking about it or them digitally going on social media and giving, oh, hey, customers are saying great things about us that actually selling the t-shirt because, yeah, you buy the band t-shirt and what's the thing you do? You're like, look, I was at the concert. <laughs> and to create that kind of buzz for yourself. Um, so as we start to wrap up here, 
what are some recommendations you have for people when they're starting to consider, hey, I really would maybe want to get some, you know, some promotional products into my business. I kind of know who my target audience is. What is it? But then you go on and I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of items to choose. Do you really recommend that they pick something that's easy or how do you recommend that people kind of narrow down making a choice when it comes to where to start? Uh, that's a great question. And I would say it depends, but then the answer will be, for example, you create, let's say you have a free webinar to go over your course or your material. So then at the end, your goal is to find out maybe there are 10 people or five people who are interested to go to the next step. So these are the people that you want to lure in, or maybe you could even do when you uh, attend my seminar, at the end, I will do a free drawing. So two lucky winner will have this promotional product that I have, and that's give you something to market your event. Or if you really do want it to re-engage and then, you know, again, going back to bring more conversation, when it finished, what if all your clients will give you three referrals, three mm -hmm. leads yeah. that are knowing who you are already because they, they see it, their friends and colleagues have been through your cause. Mm -hmm. What does it take and what does it cost you to have those conversations and get those referrals? Yeah. How much would you value on that? So that kind of brings it down to what kind of budget that you have, what type of item you should have because everyone respond to it differently. Mm -hmm. So the more that you know about your target audience, yeah. we have over 5,000 different products. So knowing where you wanted to go, we can help fill it down the search to give something that, you know, it's so right that a lot of us are journalists. We'll take a picture of something that we think is cool and we send it on our social media pages. Mm -hmm. What if they really like what you send them and they actually send it to all the friends across social media? Mm -hmm. How would you value that? Yeah, no, that's a really good point. It's just focusing on, again, 5,000 products. That's I, I got overwhelmed. I'm like, oh, that's a lot. But focusing on, so I'm really targeting, you know, moms with toddlers. Well, what do moms with toddlers want? You know, and and finding that product or two that really meets that niche that you're going for, um, as an example. So I love that that concept of focus on the target. So then you can pick the product that meets your goal and the target's desire to have the whatever it is. Because yeah, we bash on pens, but nobody wants a thing that's just taking up space in their house that they're never really gonna promote. It doesn't really serve a purpose. So, um, so as we wrap up here for people who are interested in learning more about promotional products or even engaging with you to get some, some help with their own promotional products, what is a really good way for them to get connected to you today? We just finished a inspirational guide for promotional product, Megan. So I will send you that link. And for people who are interested to find out more for a different application that you can use, uh, feel free to download that guide. And I'm always on LinkedIn. So if you look for my name, Swire Ho, love to connect with you and learn more about what you're trying to do. Perfect. So for the audience listening, get connected on LinkedIn. Let Swire know you heard him here. Get that free promotional uh, inspiration. I love that it's a freebie guide, figuring out how to get more promotional items. Um, and Swire, thank you for joining me today. I've actually learned a whole lot about how to get more promotional products and how to maybe integrate them a little bit into a digital world. So thank you for your time today. Thank you, Megan.
Yes. To my audience who's watching and listening, thank you for joining us. And I am wishing you peace as you flow off to the rest of your business day. We'll talk again soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Flow Working, the Entrepreneur's Podcast. Make sure you find, follow, and please review us on your favorite podcast platform.